Welcome to the Color Auntie Podcast. My name is Grace, joined by my co-host, Kozan. And we are so glad that you're here with us. We're just your northern girls trying to live our best life. We're here to help you through those dreadful morning commutes, or if you're just wanting to hear Quay out of things you may be experiencing, because both Quay and I have been there. We don't really know what we're doing in life, but we're hoping to figure it out with you along the way. <laughs> yeah. So listen, your podcast aunties love ya. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Color Auntie podcast. Um, it is beautiful weather. Uh, I feel like that meme, you know, what does it say? Where it's like, what is it from Smoke Signals, Quay? It's a beautiful day to be Indigenous. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it super is. There's so much more stuff that keeps coming out in the news about more sites, and I don't even want to talk about it today because. It's like we're seeing it in the news, so let's not let's talk about it out another day after we've processed everything. But it is a beautiful day to be indigenous. It is, and I'm reporting live from Garden River First Nation. I'm in my home community. How are you, Grace? I'm doing good. Um, I'm feeling good today, and um, this weekend Nico and I went and played mini putt, which was really Ooh. fun. Nico loves mini putt um, and he's just so sweet to be around like he's at such a good age as I was just like we were just <laughs> like <laughs> we were just yelling at him <laughs> before me and Koi start recording I'm trying to get like my situation set with Nico and if he's out playing outside or if he's inside and we're like getting mad at each other because he wasn't listening and we just bought some new squeaky toys for the dog so he was like He's like, I'll be inside. I'll be quiet yet squeaking those toys or bouncing it. But anyways, yesterday we were mini putting and he's like, he's like, mommy, it is such a beautiful day out. I'm like, it's such a beautiful day. I know. Like, he's just so sweet and like, uh, he's perfect. And he got a hole in one on one of the, oh, wow. one of the holes. Yeah. He's, um, he really likes it. So now I'm like, kind of on the hunt to find like every outdoor mini, mini putt, putt because we just love it a lot. Fun. How fun. Um, so in the Sioux, what I've been doing is just, I actually haven't seen my best friend Erica. I've like been hanging out with Jesus my whole time here and like trying to have like, a, like, you know, when they're so young, and like you want them to not be impressioned by you, but like be like, hey, I'm a relative. Hey, I'm your aunt. Hey, don't like let's yeah. make good memories and a good connection. I've been trying to like be very playful and like hanging with them. And it's been good. I love being around my family. I love being at home with my dad and my brothers and Bridget and all of my people. So before we get into the episode and Grace, I tell you what's been going on on the TikTok world. I, we wanted to start off with um, not a corrections corner, but like a bold highlight and underline corner because there might have been some confusion about our stance in last week's episode. And we want to say that we support our Black relatives who are Afro-Indigenous or Black Native um, community members because there is room for all of us in campaigns for like National Indigenous History Month. And it's on us who are involved to make room Mm -hmm. um so we support we stand with 
that those um, Black Native relatives and we will do our best in, to try to make room and create space so that we all can be well represented. So we wanted to say that off the top. Um, last week, we kind of processed it together, me and you, Grace, and we shared that processing with our listeners. But I also wanted to do a corrections corner for myself because after I listened back, I was like, Larissa Speaks being on the Body Shop was not a National Indigenous History Month campaign. I, I forget what it was and I probably should have looked it up, but it's not parallel. Like that's not a parallel to draw. Mm-hmm. And um, I just wanted to correct myself on that. Yeah, and I think when it is put into like, um, like even when you just say that, like that campaign was for National Indigenous History Month, like it, it, mm-hmm. it didn't just come out of nowhere that it, it should have highlighted everyone. Everyone should have mm-hmm. been included. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, like, like my point from last week, you know, like when I first saw it, of course, like I was like, oh, like I see myself in there. But there were people mm-hmm. that were excluded and hurt. And, you know, I like how many times mm-hmm. are, have we felt that way? Like, I mean, every, yeah. you know, for so long, like watching shows or magazines, like we don't see ourselves. And mm-hmm. um, that's where I want to apologize if I, you know, like I'm, to- I, yes, last week I was, to- I was in support of our Afro-Indigenous kin, but it may have not come across um, you know, that way at first, cause I, I expressed like seeing myself in the campaign, but I mm-hmm. want to know that our listeners to know that, you know, not everyone was included and I like, I'm feeling for you guys. And I'm, I'm really actually, you know, it's, it's so hard that we always have to fight and mm-hmm. I'm sorry that our Afro-Indigenous kin this week have had to fight um yeah. on top of everything that we're fighting everything for else. yeah so and we still we still stand with the message where, where we wanted to relate this correlation where we felt so excited and that feeling though should be included for all of the people who identify as indigenous to see that and then when one group doesn't like our black native relatives that's where we have to be like, oh, we need to make room. So that that's the message that we 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 still stand behind is that we need to we need to let have everyone see themselves. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I totally agree, and I'm glad that we um, I'm glad that we brought this up this episode because um, you know, like we, I think it's it's good, it's important to be held accountable um and you know and it's also i'm just glad that we are to the point where we are talking about it and mm-hmm. highlighting highlighting that point um mm-hmm. but yeah so tell me quay about this TikTok. okay so um we i want to start off in saying that many shit um that's at the top of this as we go into the tiktok drama so there's a cis male influencer who is a model and a suicide prevention counselor from the states and he got banned from tiktok um because he 
how was making posts about arresting and murdered indigenous women and bringing awareness. And then when the Kamloops residential school thing, thing, but when everything came out, he complained to TikTok saying, hey, you banned me for this same type of awareness that you're now promoting. And so they granted him back access. And the, like one of the first fucking TikToks this guy puts out is saying, I have a conspiracy theory like for part two. Part one is I was on a reserve in the States and this one white woman told me that right before I was going to drink the water, whereas water makes you gay. And then he, he really was awful in the beginning because he was like, whatever you want to call yourselves, lesbian, trans, whatever, whatever you want to identify as. And that's very dismissive, first of all. Like, if you don't know the terms, then just be open and say, hey, I don't know the, all the gender terms or I don't all the, know all the sexual sexuality terms, blah, blah, blah. And, like, keep going. That was fucking rude, though, the way he said it. And then he was talking about it turning you gay. And I'm like, maybe this isn't in the States, but here in Ontario for sure and in Canada, it's Pride Month. And that shit should never fly. And now I'm like, this is a, this is a month where you need to educate yourself even more. Like you, you can set aside time to do more education and read into the um, gender terms and stuff like that. Like this is the month to do it. And he said such an arrogant thing like, the water is turning people gay and our native people gay and that the white woman said that so many natives in the community have turned gay and that's not how it works no. you're literally that's who you are you're born and like uh, I know I think last episode we said too like everything that we think of and everything that we do like the government has been putting in the Indian Act and like who qualifies as native to go against us on uh, like it's to rip us apart but also the way that we think the way that we've been educated has been all from like white western ways of knowing so his thing about oh it turns you gay is so white and western and i'm like well i know there's like white people who who don't think like that but um it's not our way of thinking there's been people who are two-spirit gay lesbian non-binary there's been those types of identities in our communities since before contact and for him to do that i'm like you ain't shit men really ain't shit men are really out here being shitty and i'm like, I'm like how does this because he cause i just can't believe it and then there was really there's been some really um even though that was awful and hurtful and like that's not right there's been some really funny reactions like um anthony no not anthony anthony's partner james mccocus oh, <laughs> he was like oh someone's saying reswater turns you gay i hope so <laughs> or there's another guy who's like poured tap he poured water in a cup and he's like i heard reswater makes you gay and he sipped it and they like dunked it on himself <laughs> so um i just think that that's so fucking rude and so stupid and we just keep getting hit after hit because <sighs> I, was just, this? I was just gonna say that like when you're so I don't know I don't think I I heard about this um mm -hmm. 
like you're tell you're really telling me for the first time and when you just say we're taking hit after hit like like the whole reason I have social media is for more of like a positive escape you know like to see my family mm-hmm. members posts and like for me to share my highlights and you know like a lot of these things don't end up in the news like we have to find them out on like social media and it's just like so hard that like every time we go on there like we we're like learning something new um uh, like and everyone's like they should should be like you know making people aware but it's just like it is hit after hit like if it like one thing happens and the next thing and then like what and the worst thing is more with last week's support campaign and all of the things that happened after that like with the apology and then like with this thing with this tiktok influencer i'm like this is from our own community and that's what i think makes it harder and that's why i'm like we have to really do work individually to heal and re-indigenize our minds, de-sect and decolonize. What traits and what beliefs are we carrying forward? And I was talking to my older brother, Nim, and he was on the podcast about it. And he w- the thing he asked me was, what community is he from? And then I was like, oh, I think he's trying to speak somewhere. And then he's like, oh, because you know, some communities there were first contacts so they they might be a little more resistant to change because they were so intrinsically they were so deeply affected and impacted that their resistance to go back to their traditional ways of knowing is like so hard for them to do um that's not an excuse that's definitely not an excuse Mm -hmm. but it made me think that too like oh I don't know his community and maybe his community really is ran by the church and they're really afraid to, to be um, really traditional in their thinking. So still like one thing to like, you know, okay. We're trying to like sympathize with like, you know, what, like, where is he from and all this, but at the same time, he's an educated person. You don't like for other people. and save and broadcast that, that it's that like those, like it, that's technically slander, right? Like that's slander against a population and it's just rude. And I feel just like, you know, okay. He's like an educated person. Like he's, he, he's, he's what, what is it? Uh, a suicide prevention counselor and he's like looked up to as a role model and it's like you don't have the the little like sympathy for a person to just not like be rude like I'm just like the the basis of like a good for any like background or color or anything is just like be nice like have some respect and my thing is more about like have the understanding like you know when there's like lateral violence I'm like can we please have the understanding that there's no one right white way there's no one right way to be native like just because all of us have been impacted by one way or the other like my great 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 grandma could have been a white settler we don't know that your grandparent 
was from a different country. And like, that doesn't make us any less. And even if we know our culture, if we don't know our culture, that doesn't make us any less. So like when we do lateral violence, I'm like, can we just break it down and be like, not trying to police each other? I don't know if that's the word. Yeah. But I think that that's fucked. It is. It's pretty messed up. Yeah, I totally agree. Um. Should we move on to like some like um so maybe like a little bit more of like check-in? So I know I was sharing with you before we started that like you know I continued seeing a counselor. Oh uh, yes, yeah. So okay, tell us that. Yeah, so I had my second session with her yesterday, and um uh, she's really great. Like um I totally like connect with her. And yeah, she's just super cool. And I felt like it's all done virtually. So like my appointment's like 50 minutes. And within that 50 minutes, she's kind of seen different sides of me that, you know, like I'm like crying, I'm talking about this. And then all of a sudden, like the puppy comes in and like my face lights up and then Nico's like in in the room and, and she's like, wow, like I can really see like, you know, she, that she can visually see me. She's like, I, I see, you know, like what's hurting you, but I see what makes you happy. So like when you're in ruts, like really ground yourself and be around with like what makes you happy and things like that. So that just was kind of like, you just need to like be reminded, you know, like, I don't know. So my counseling session went really well and I have another one. (laughs) I'm like, how many sessions can I see like of you that is covered And she's like, oh, I think there's like 22, but she's like, I'd recommend right now, you know, like start booking all your appointments. So I'm like seeing her on Tuesday and like (laughs) maybe Thursday, then maybe Saturday, like every second day pretty much. But but that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. I feel like right now, like a lot of the things like you'll, you'll know, like you'll know if you need counseling. Like you, you'll know, like there was a point where a couple weeks ago I was like, I need, I need to talk to someone. Like I need to figure out like how to manage my emotions. And we're not, okay, sorry, go ahead. For me, it was like managing, just like it was all, like everything I had going in my head, I didn't know how to grasp it all and then like organize it. Like I, I was just a mess. So she's been helping me with that. Um, and yeah, it's going good. So I just wanted to give an update on that, that, you know, it's Sunday and I'm feeling good and I met with my counselor and it's <laughs> a good past two days. I was just going to say there, I think that like counseling is so good because it helps you. Well, for sure it helps me process my emotions. Cause I'll like, I'll get angry or like I'll get really sad and I'm like wanting to disassociate and like not feel them and Mm -hmm. so she helps me feel them and process them so that they don't impact me anymore and so everyone gets something out of it like you needed to organize all these thoughts and racing thoughts and I needed to process and like feel them so it's beneficial to people in so many different ways. And if you ever feel like you don't know how to 
is it move? Like you don't know how to move forward or you don't know how to just. Yeah. I think it's I think like a... figuring out how, you know, I think everyone, whatever they're going through gets, it's like a, a mental trap of like getting back into that dark place. Like of, of like your thinking, um, like triggers, you know, I like would thinking of like, Oh yeah. Cause I was just going to say, when you feel like you don't know how, how to get out of something, that's when you should see counseling. But I'm like, but then you don't need to be in that position either to start seeing a therapist or a counselor. You can just literally be like, I want, cause when I first started, it was like, I wanted to also be eventually heal from intergeneration, not eventually to begin healing from intergenerational trauma. So that when I become a mom, I can parent in a better way. Um, so that's why, why I like one of my first reasons was because I'm like, okay, girl, you're in your 30s now. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I got here where I am now and I'm like, okay, like, yeah, I'm processing, processing everything better. Yeah. So you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's like what I've been doing. Also, um, Quay, you know this, we are, we're also looking at like a couples marriage therapist counselor mm-hmm. and um I'm looking forward to that too I think I know you said in a, like a our, one of our group chats Koi that you're like oh would you recommend would or who would see a couples counselor when they first start dating someone is that what you meant I meant like when things start to get serious is it too soon to start? That was my question because I definitely think I want to go to parenting counseling with my partner because um, we can say we all like the same values. Like we want our kids to be this and we want our kids to be that. And like one of the questions I ask all my partners when I, I start to date is if we were to have kids and they were to be trans or gay or lesbian, what what is your reaction? And the men that I chose to date all said, yeah, I'd be like, okay, let's, let's find a really good partner then for you because it all depends on like who's a good match and like their responses to that were like oh, okay I can go into partnership with these people over a child but then I think more deeply where everyday things come into play like how are we going to be parents under stress how are we going to be parents under stress and working in, in a pandemic like no one would have thought that so if we can get ahead and start parenting coaching from the beginning and like how are we going to react when our kid starts crying at 3 a.m do I feel I do I does he expect me to get up or can we come to an agreement where if he's working nights I'll get or like was just working nights and like it's in the morning I'll get up where we agree on this balance and because you I, I think like you never know when it you can say all these nice frilly things we can say before we get into a, a, a relationship yeah I don't believe in gender roles yeah, we both hustle. Yeah, we both do the dishes. Yeah, we both clean. We just like got each other's back. That's nice. We can say that. But when life starts to happen and life life gets stressful, how are we gonna um, re- prepare ourselves for that as parents? Because we're gonna be guiding a life. That's why I'm like, I would get into one ca- is too soon, but also parenting counseling. I think is gonna. I think is is like immediately. I'm when I get pregnant or maybe even before I get pregnant, that's when I'm going to start counseling potentially, but when is too soon? I think, you know, 
if you're like if you're just like starting to date someone say like you're a year or two in um i think the focus like i think those like those those questions that would be like make it or break it you know like what if our our kid was gay what if like you know those are things that come up and mm -hmm. i think will not come up but if it's you know you want to make sure you're you're going to be creating a life with someone who who's on the same page as you. Um, mm -hmm. But like, I think jumping into like parent counseling when you're not actually in it is, is too soon because you don't like, it's totally different to like, I think it would bring a lot of stress on a relationship to think of all these things that, that could go wrong with like the baby in it, but you don't know until you're actually in it. Like you don't feel those emotions, but I mm -hmm. think starting uh, like a couple's counseling you know, when you're like a year in, like, because parenting is all, and it does take time away from the couple. And that's, mm -hmm. you need to be a secure, you need to be strong. You need to, you need to know like what works and what doesn't with each, like with each individual for when in preparing yourself for those next life stages. Like, you know, if, if, you know, one partner you know, needs to be talked to a certain way, like talked down to when like they're getting worked up. Like, how do you do that? You know, like all of I'll those talk down off the ledge. I thought you meant like talk down to them. And I was like, wait, no. what? what? <laughs> wait, Grace, cut that out. <laughs> no, 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 not, not like that. Not that yeah. way, but you know, like to help, um, like, like validate them down. Like, I think you validate someone. I think they get calm. Yeah. You need to, yeah, you need to build like that strong core of like the couple that whatever so you know that whatever storm comes your way not that mm -hmm. kids are a storm well they are in a sense like but um a good storm um that you, know, <laughs> you can tackle it i'm just like saying all the wrong words i'm just like no it's okay or it's okay not no i hate when people say no first so it's okay for you <laughs> it's amazing. but yeah so um we're looking into that and i'm looking forward to it just to you know have some some better skills and mm -hmm. you know i think when you're when you're dating someone or in a relationship like trying to figure it out yourselves you know can can go pretty far but then if someone else is asking a question then it's almost like it's maybe reciprocated like differently like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm, just, I'm looking forward to it. So if any of our listeners have been through that, like, I'm totally like open to hearing if, if they're open to like how their experience went and, um, you know, cause I don't know a whole lot of people that have been to couples counseling. So, yeah, I think also like the reason why I think about it and from, from people who are come from the Sioux and are listening to this podcast, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like a lot of couples in the Sioux that I've seen like from just seen from like my, my friends or like friends in a loose term, their parents were great when they were together, when they had kids, but the moment they had kids, they realized they didn't have a connection anymore. And then they divorced. And it was like, no, there isn't like no love lost, but they're like, oh yeah, we just don't love each other anymore because we only love each other and we're in relation because of our children. And then they just, so that's like the growing apart thing. I think that happens a lot in the sewer. I've seen it happen during my time and my age. 
maybe it's different now for all the younger people growing up, but I want to bulletproof my relationship as much as I can because I'm like, I hope for a lifelong partner or just somebody who was going to be a parent that will parent with me in a good, healthy way where we're both working on our internal we're both working on our inner child so that it doesn't come out in our parenting and affect our child from growing up but also there's no perfect parent so as long as we can heal ourselves and do parenting therapy that way then I think it'll it'll help I also want to do parenting counseling when I am a parent because I'm like if I, what if I date a non-native or what if I marry a non-native and he has no idea of how to process the history and legacy now that our children have mm-hmm. I, I it would be on them not on them together we can go through it and do it together but I need somebody who's gonna have their back all the time like my mom had our backs mm-hmm. and it can't just be me yeah it can't yeah you need that support I mean I'm kind of going through it, right? Like Ben is is non is non-native and we're raising mm. a son who has you know, who is who is Ojibwe and I think yeah, I think just having the support and having like um that's that's really all it is and yeah, that's like what I I think and I've seen like Ben and his family be really good and like come to powwows and want to learn and want to educate themselves and do the work on their own. And I think that's really beautiful. Yeah, I think so too. So, so I was going to say, other than that, if we want to get into a different gear altogether, it is summertime and what it was summer last year was like hot girl summer. And then now it's like shot girl summer. Shot and girl. I love if anybody's the, been, I love the um vaxxed and waxed. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yes. Vaxxed and waxed, ladies. If anyone's wondering, I haven't been dating, but I'm ready now. I, it's like summertime. I'm feeling it. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get waxed and I'm fully vaxxed. <laughs> I'm gonna get out there into the world. Get out on patios. You'll yeah, get out on patios. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. Okay, no, I've, I'm on Bumble, and like when I came home to garden, I like thought I turned off my Bumble, but I didn't. One of my my best friend Nora, her her ex and her baby daddy sent a photo, and it was like, oh, quiz on Bumble, and I was like, where the fuck do you think else I'm gonna go? Like called where, where out. Gonna... Wow. They called. <laughs> well, I called him out because I'm like, where else am I going to go to find men? Like, what do yeah. you mean? And then I was like, my, my follow-up question to that was, but does that description actually um, effectively describe me? Because <laughs> I don't want to like, um, what is it? Not ghost. I don't want to catfish somebody into thinking I'm something else. So I wanted my description of my personality to be accurate. And yeah, they said it was. Did I tell you when I got catfish? Did I tell you and our listeners? No. About... <laughs> okay, so I swiped right on this guy. And I, I am an ex-athlete, so I like pretty athletic males as well. 
and he had a photo of like a football and he had like all these awards and he was like I'm pretty sure I told you guys so if but if not let me tell this story again um or if so I'm telling the story again and so um really quite handsome buff the person who showed up was that person 10 years later and I was like what 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 do I do now and so um it was just a one one time date and I got out of that pretty quick but that was when I got catfished oh my that wasn't that exciting eh that wasn't an exciting story but it's happened that's I think that happens a lot so I never want to do that and then yeah. the person ended up being really big into anime and that didn't ha- that did not there's nothing wrong with anime I just know nothing about it so if you are somebody who is and like wants to go on a date with me we're not gonna have anything to talk about <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing when like you're dating you have to find similarities right our yeah. common ground yeah that was my catfish guys <laughs> do, you, do you have it do you happen to have a catfish story off the top of your head before you got before but when you during during your dating time um I've never I I think there were like people that were were fake like using a fake profile but I've never like oh. I never met up with them um mm-hmm. but I was like personally catfished um with a prof like what my picture was used and I like oh and like I I like know who who like who did it and whatnot but the whole reason I found out was because someone from Timmins I think it was Timmins messaged me and they're like completely random and they're like hey like um like I know who you are or I know your picture because my friend is like in love with you but like not with me like it was like a different name but like mm-hmm. in love with your like who he thinks you like you are and I was like what and I was so like creeped out and like luckily like I know I know who like who did it and yeah everything. Mm-hmm. um but I was like actually like really hurt and because you know I don't know like that really like that does happen all the time. Like people use other people's pictures and create fake profiles. But um, it was just like hurtful because I was like, who who else? Like it could have been in my city. Like it could have been really unsafe for me if I like went out and someone like had a relationship with who they thought was me and I'm out there yeah. and they, like do something. I don't know. It was kind of, I, like, I don't know who, like what conversations are happening. So that was really scary. And that happened when I was pretty young. I was like in high school when that happened. So you're right. That is scary. But the person found me because I was wearing an OFSA, which is like an Ontario, I don't know what it actually means, but mm-hmm. it's like the um, provincial wide, like high school, um, mm-hmm. like sport level. Um, so I was wearing an OFSA shirt and this person like researched like OFSA curling and then saw my picture come up Um and oh. saw my actual name and then found me that way right 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 okay they did they, so they were re- web sleuthing before web sleuthing was a thing 
yeah so that's that's my cat and i'm like whoa this this story is pretty like eligible to be on that show called catfish (laughs) (laughs) mine was not (laughs) yours was for sure like a completely different person was acting pretending to be you the person that i got catfished by it was him just 10 years before and it wasn't even I wanted to come back and say, like, that sounds like I'm so conceited, but there was more to it that didn't match. Like, our personalities didn't match. Not just being a buff person. Yeah. Oh, no, totally. Okay. I think this was, you know, this was a good episode. You know, we talked about some heavy, heavy things um, off the bat. And then I kind of like ending it on, like, a positive note yeah me too but no being you know um you know i think there's so much power and when we like a community a group of people like stand together and i feel like you know we're not doing this alone like everything we're going through is we're not going through it alone Mm -hmm. um and i think that's that's really powerful and that's really like reassuring that you know we'll be okay um we'll be okay and like there's so many things also even though the things that are coming to light like with within our communities being laterally violent we're it's so unfortunate but it helps us move better mm-hmm. if that's some twisted way of of being like we're gonna be okay like we yeah and then, then I just brought back the episode down <laughs> no I think no, we're going to be okay. Like we, mm-hmm. we have each other's backs and, um, you know, they are unfortunate, but I think what we have to look at it as is that like, we have each other and we have each other's backs for sure. Cause then we don't let it, we don't tolerate it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right, so the moral, the moral of the episode is men are men ain't shit. <laughs> so come back next week for our new take on the. <laughs> And specifically, just like this one man that we <laughs> like, we don't want like our listeners, if any, oh, are yeah. men, to like not watch and this episode if we end up calling it many shit. So, <laughs> and we also, I'm also like, if you have a nice uncle, he's not shit. You can send him my way. <laughs> a nice uncle. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening and we hope you're enjoying the sunshine. Um, you're... It's a good day to be Indigenous. So get out there. Yeah, it is. So thank you everyone for listening and we'll see you all next week. So your podcast, Andy's know that life can be tough. And we want to end our episode with promoting the Hope for Wellness talk line. The Hope for Wellness Um, Helpline offers immediate help to all Indigenous people across Canada. It is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week to offer counselling and crisis intervention. Life can be tough and we've all been there. So call the toll-free helpline at 1-855-242-3310 or connect online to their chat at hopeforwellness.ca. And remember that your podcast entities love you.